All right, hello. Hello, I'm Seth, and um, today I will be moving at the pace of the flat, the fastest glacier ever recorded. Um, that that is our our intern Seth. He's uh, right outside our office here on, on Navy Pier. And the reason he's down there is because this week the glacier speed record was broken. Now the fastest uh, moving glacier uh, ever recorded. Uh, its speed, it's moving at about 150 feet a day. That's, uh, if, if you break it down, that's just over an inch a minute, which is still painfully slow, even for a glacier. Now, we're, we're curious. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to even move at that speed. It's so slow. And we're curious what it's like. So we sent Seth uh, out, out there um, to, to try and move at that pace. Uh, we'll be checking in with him through the course of this episode. Hello. I'm... Uh I'm moving at the pace of a glacier. Do you guys want to talk about it? No? Nobody wants to talk about it? And we're at the one minute mark, so I'm taking a little step forward here. Um, all right, one minute down, 59 to go. Who knew uh, being a glacier could be so fun? This is How to Do Everything. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. This week, we'll tell you uh, how to make a splash at the Oscar ceremony. We'll also tell you how new sports get added to the Olympics. But first, Facebook is 10 years old this week. That means you've been adding people who maybe are not really your friends for 10 years. So maybe it's time to clean that up. What do you do? Javon here has a tip. About a year ago, I started unfriending people on their birthdays. And uh, I've got, like I, I would assume everybody, a lot, of, a lot of friends that I've accumulated over the years that are people I went to, I went to school with, grade school with, people I met at conferences, and a bunch of other people that I don't even actually know how I, I became their friends. And it was getting a little bit unmanageable. So I think around that time, I was doing some email productivity experiments where, uh, among other things, I was trying to unsubscribe from a different newsletter every day. So I decided that maybe I could do that with... Uh, with uh, Facebook friends as well. And when I log on, um, if there's a birthday notification, I ask myself, do I care about this person enough to wish them a happy birthday? And if not, I go ahead and I unfriend them. So uh, since you started doing this, how many uh, executions have you performed? Executions? Uh, I guess probably 15 to 20 people. I don't log on to Facebook every day, but uh, when I do, I always make a decision if there's a birthday. Wow, okay. And that happens fairly frequently, I bet. Yeah, when I log on, I look at my birthday notifications, and uh, if if I think this person is is somebody I want to keep in touch with, I wish them a happy birthday. I think f- birthdays are one of the best parts about Facebook. They're it's a way to give somebody a virtual hug. But uh, but yeah, if I decide that it's it's not even worth wishing this person a happy birthday, and we haven't had that level of contact, I get rid of them. Yeah. Do you know, Javon? Have has anybody birthdayed you yet? <laughs> Not, not that I'm aware, and I, I like to think that I, it, it, I like to think that it wouldn't bother me, but, but maybe it would. Yeah, I think it would. It probably would. You know, we should, uh, we should check in with uh, old intern Seth. Yeah, we just, we just listen, see how it's going. The uh, man in the fun house, the amazing Chicago's fun house maze. He's kind of giving me a look. I don't mind. 
Um, I'm doing okay here. Doing well. The Winter Olympics start this weekend, and that means it's the first time we'll see events like slope-style skiing and the women's ski jump. If you were transported from the past and you sat down and watched uh, this year's Olympics, you would be confused by these events. They would seem like they didn't belong. What is this? We're curious how these new events get added to the Olympic program. Uh, David Wallachinsky is an Olympic historian. So, David, how does this work? There's a big difference for... Uh, an event being added to the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics is very short on sports and events, and so they're trying to fill out the program. And so you get a lot of fluff events. Do we really need a bobs, you know, a, a luge relay? Uh, do we really need team figure skating? I don't think so. And so these decisions are made, frankly, on what's going to, well, a lot of them are, made on what's going to be telegenic, what's going to get a lot of an audience. Right. People love to watch figure skating. How can we add a new figure skating event? We already have all the four normal disciplines, men's, women's, pairs, and ice dance. Oh, we'll create a new one. Team. You mentioned a luge relay. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, they go down uh, across, uh, across the finish line, and as soon as they cross the finish line, the next person can start. They don't touch each other like in a oh, okay. way. There's no yeah, baton. No, there's no baton. I think that would be more exciting. Or if they know. had to climb back up the, the slope to, to pass it off, that'd be nice. I would like that. I would like, or perhaps two on the course at the same time. I, <laughs> you know, I've always thought you know, they should have combat figure skating, but I don't think it's going to Yes, happen. biathlon figure skating. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> are, there, are there any sports, David, that have been on the cusp of making it into the games but have just never gotten there? Well, yes. I mean, if you were going to, uh, uh, it's interesting, if you were going to just add a sport to the Olympics based on how widely practiced it is around the world, the two sports you would add would be karate and squash. Um, I was at the uh, Olympic meeting down in Buenos Aires where they, they, three sports made their presentation, wrestling to be reinstated, a squash and baseball softball. And frankly, the squash presentation was excellent. Hmm. They made a very, very good uh, uh, pitch, but uh, the old guard of the the Olympics were only going to pick one of the three. Are there any sports, David, that have fallen fallen out of favor with the IOC over the you know over a hundred years existence of the Olympics uh, that you'd like to see return, or that are maybe would surprise us? I would definitely like to see tug of war come back. Uh, Tug-of-war was in the Olympics um, up through, like, 1920, and then uh, uh, it was eliminated and because there were too many controversies, believe it or not. Really? Um, Wait, yes, about equipment. <laughs> equipment. It's a you rope, know, you, though. Yeah, but it's the kind of boots you wear and all this. <laughs> and I just feel it's a great sport. They should have, you know, if they, they don't want too many athletes, then you have to have already uh, qualified in a different sport. You can be a shot putter, weightlifter, and then have it co-ed. I think it would be great. I think people yeah. would love it. It would make good Dude. TV. Well, this is great, David. Thank you so much for talking about this with us. Okay. Sure. You know, we haven't heard from Seth in a while. Let's uh, let's listen in and see how it's going out there. Make sure he's still alive. Hmm, 
the faint sounds of Frank Sinatra's voice. Hello, sir. I'm moving at the pace of a glacier. Do you want to talk about that? You know what? I work here. Uh, what? What? What are you? What was the question? I'm moving at the pace of the fastest glacier ever recorded. How does oh, that make yeah. you feel? <laughs> a little nervous, yeah. A little nervous. I'll take it. All right, 10-minute marker. Nice. Taking a little step forward. I've moved more than my shoe length so far, um, more than the entire length of my shoe that I'm wearing. I've moved at least that far so far. Um, I've moved up. We heard from Helen. She says she listens to our show while resisting the urge to throw her phone into the river. All right, Helen, these next 15 seconds are for you. Let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore, let it go. Now, that, that song we were playing for Helen, uh, Let It Go, it's from the movie Frozen, and it's been this huge hit. It's also nominated for an Oscar. On the line with us now to talk about how to write a song like that are composers Bobby and Kristen Lopez. So, Bobby, when you're writing uh, songs for a, a musical, how, how many do you write? Upwards of 25 songs for this film, 10 of which... Seven. Seven and two reprises. Seven and two reprises of which made it into the final movie. Um, and that was, it was a hard, you know, when you, when you write a song, um, you kind of fall in love with it a little bit. And when it gets cut for whatever reason, it's really painful. Um, and after a while, I was, I was starting to liken the process of going to these screenings. We'd fly out to California all optimistic. And then we'd get there, and um, I had seen this, this YouTube video of a Japanese game show where just five guys um, <clears throat> Stand line up, they line up on the stage uh, with these little mini catapults. Uh, set to go between, <laughs> sort of fire upwards between their legs, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it just felt. And you sort of watch them one by one get um, get hammered in the crotch, and <laughs> it just felt like that, that. That's sort of what this felt like after a while, because every time we'd have a screening, the movie wouldn't work, and we'd have to cut at least two songs each time. But wow. but we always knew why they needed to be cut because. At the end of the day, story is is all. It, it it's interesting. I you know I think about um, you guys being a married couple, and I wonder. Um, it, and you both have this gift for for song. Do you guys ever communicate to each other using song? Is that ever the way you work things out? I do it every day. Bobby saves it for the Bobby saves it for his work. But you what know, do you mean you night, like? What do you mean you do it every day? I mean, I sing things. I sing instructions of like. Um, did you remember to brush your teeth? And now my daughter sings it back. I'm like, yes, mom, I brushed my teeth. <laughs> and <laughs> Bobby, Bobby keeps it. He no, I, it. don't you remember last night I said, can I please continue reading to Katie? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> that, that, that's just an example from last night. Now, the song uh, is nominated for an Oscar, and I, I don't want to jinx anything, but let's say uh, you do win. And you get up there, and it's time to make a speech. How likely is it uh, that you are going to break into song at some point up on stage? 
<laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past me, but I think my my husband, who tends to be more of a conservative introvert, <laughs> is like, if you do it, you're going there alone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna let her sing by herself, Bobby? I cannot interfere. I mean, yeah. you could potentially then if they tried to play you off, you could then harmonize with that. It could actually be a really beautiful thing. We're being played off. Would they play off Julia Roberts? <laughs> That's. I mean, how could you get the music before the ceremony? The music that they used to play off and write some lyrics. Ooh, that's remember, a good idea. There was a couple a couple of years ago. They they actually had like, they played this theme to Jaws, and they played very strange. Oh yeah. Playoff music for for um for one of the ceremonies. That was really weird that year. Do you think they do that so people are so weirded out that they have no choice but to get off stage? I think so. But I could see us being like, time to go, time to go. We thank our parents also. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, Bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. I, I really want to see this. I really want to see the two of them singing on stage at the Oscars. So let's get a Bill Ross on the line. He's the conductor at this year's Oscar ceremony. So, Bill, you heard Bobby and Kristen there. What uh, will you, as the conductor of the orchestra, do if, the, if they start singing along when you try to play them off? <laughs> well, well, anybody can sing along with any, anything they want. It's just at a certain point, the show needs to kind of move on. That's what the mission of the producer and director is. And that's about the only safe way they know to get people off. I got to say, I do think uh, all the things that you're saying about the moving the show along and all that uh, definitely being true. It would be so fun, right, if the two of, if the two of, uh, of them, Bobby and Kristen, if they won for Frozen, uh, if, if you guys played something that they could sing along to. What an amazing moment, right? Yeah, well, if they want to use their 30 or 45 seconds or minute, whatever they have, if they want to use that to come up and sing, absolutely. We have a spectacular orchestra. If they start singing, we'll, we'll figure out the key. We'll, we'll play right along. It's interesting because, you, you know, when we talk about musicals, you talk about how how absurd it is that, uh, you know, people on stage will be going along with their normal lives and suddenly break out in song and how that doesn't really happen in real life. And uh -huh. this could be a moment like this could be the merging of the musical reality and, and our reality. Yeah, possibly. Like I say, if they if they happen to be the winners and they want to sing along that they want to sing, that's great. We. I mean, don't you think, Bill, it's almost, it'd be worth it to get in trouble with the producer just for that one, that one moment? Well, I, I'm, I'm not looking for trouble from anybody. I'm looking for, for a, a good show and happy winners and, you know, respected losers. And, you know, I, I try and respect everybody. So, so Bill, is this about the time when you, you wish you could play us off? <laughs> no, I enjoy. Hey, I just like all the nominees. I personally, I, I love hearing people talk and I... I never want to play anybody off to be truthful. What what song do you think we should play play us off with? I don't know. So long. It's been good to know you. Always, every year somebody says, "What about that one?" You know. <laughs> yeah. So long. It's been good to know you. So long. Been good to know you. So long. Been good to know you. This dusty old dust is a getting my home. And I got to be drifting along. That does it for this week's show. What we learned today, Mike? 
Well, I learned that uh, being a, a glacier isn't easy. You only move uh, just over an inch every minute. I, the life of a glacier is is pretty boring. Well, you don't, yeah, it's, it's, you're not going places. And, and when glaciers were big, there was no Netflix. They don't have hands to play solitaire. It's just pretty much move forward, make some lakes. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think I might melt a little bit today. That'll be fun. What's the occasion? Those those lakes uh, you made, they're pretty good. Go so far as to say they're great. I learned that um, tug of war was once an Olympic sport. It's a weird name for a sport. Tug of war. Yeah. This is the tug. The tug of war. Yeah. It's hard to take something as simple as a tug that seriously to the, to the level of war. What kind of tug was it? It was a tug of war. I wonder what a tug of friendship is. It's like this. Come here. How to Do Everything is produced by Stephen Tobias with technical direction from Lorna White. Our intern this week. Uh, actually, let's go check in on him. It's Seth. Hello, guys. How are you? How are you doing? Have you ever met a human glacier before? A human glacier? What's a human glacier? It's me right now. I'm moving at the pace of a glacier. Oh, yeah, that's right. I understand that. You, you got it? Yeah, I'm glad okay. you're on board. Wow, it was almost like he was laughing at me, not with me. Get us your questions at howto at npr.org. And visit our website, howtodoeverything.org. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Hey, guys, how are you? Hi. I'm moving at the pace of a glacier. How does that make you feel? Huh? I'm moving at the pace of a glacier. How does that make you feel? No type of way. No type of way. No feeling. <laughs> no type of way. They were nice. Very nice people.